Hello, hello, hello! Season's greetings, and welcome back to the world's number one podcast, Cabin Fever. Yes, it is ranked number one in every category, in which the is weird. Whole they were world. like, could they take cricket podcasts? We did it. A throwback to the very first episode of the Cabin Fever podcast, we did make it clear that we're number one not only in podcasts, but in all other uh, media. Yes, and also in all of your hearts. That's right. Um, really quick sidebar. I caught up with a friend from boarding school today mm-hmm. and we're just, you know, reminiscing on the good times. And I remembered because I was like, oh, how do we not realize I had ADHD in high school? But I used to, you know how caffeine, like the medication that we take mm-hmm. is essentially just like speed or meth. It's just like a little, it's a lot of uh, a simulation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as an adult, I would have a lot of coffee. Like I had a big caffeine addiction. Yeah. In high school, I used to have so many energy drinks. So did I. Especially during like exam times or when I have a lot of assignments. Yeah. Because that's what my brain needed to concentrate. So I was accidentally self-medicating with like shit tons of V and Red Bull. Yeah, I did that too. I stopped <laughs> later in high school because I think like I just now in life like will not touch an energy drink because I'm like that that's will poison. fucking kill me. Yes. Except for Jaeger bombs. Yes. Um, but <laughs> the healthy choice. Absolutely. I used to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously we're in a point um in the Pan AD now where it's safe for Fiona to meet up with her friends. If you're in a country where it's even questionable whether yeah, do that. fucking don't. Uh, so today we are coming to you from the bow of an old, old wooden ship steering towards a mysterious new land. It completely undiscovered. The year? <laughs> I could not tell you. I reckon like 18... No, absolutely. Okay, so by later? The, okay, the American Revolution was in the 1700s. Ooh. Yeah, yeah so we're going a bit earlier. Oh, yeah, that. 1779. That's right. New York City. That's right, yeah. In 1789 was the French Revolution. Like, that's modern day, yeah. basically. So it's ye olde times, at some point. Back Everyone's a Puritan on this ship, so we've got names like Jeremiah Jesus hath died for the. Why did the Puritans go on the ship? Do you know why? Um, just to find a greater land. In the I, mean, name I feel of like the there Lord. was like a lot of shit happening in England in yeah. the old country where like the Puritans were like, Ugh. so they Fair. all just like kind of hopped onto a little shippy hop, ship. Hop, hop. Okay. Um, but anyway, we're on the ship right now. Ooh, yes. I feel horrible. Everyone's been I've vomiting. I've got scurvy. And, ooh, everyone's been shitting in a bucket down below. Did decks scurvy for play a big role in your childhood? I remember like my parents talking about scurvy a lot for. A disease that isn't really relevant. They're like, eat your fruit or you get scurvy. They probably were trying to just scare you into eating fruit and veg. No, completely. But I just feel like I would have gone for rickets. I would have been like, you're gonna get rickets. Yeah, scurvy was just mentioned like a lot in my childhood, and now realizing maybe not for everyone. Scurvy seems like more fun to me because it's got that old sea dog charm. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you guys uh, had scurvy mentioned in childhood, tell us at Hey Cabin Fever. Yeah, I didn't. I just liked vegetables and stuff, so I was okay. But scurvy, very real thing. Um, gout. The king's disease is what you get from just basically having like too much wine. I'm not gonna lie. I still think gout is where you just get a big black hole in your skin and it just eats away at your flesh. I mean, is that what it is? Kind of it. Okay, cool. Starts in the feet, I think. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, you may have guessed we're on probably the Mayflower. I don't really know. I was American as a child, but not so much anymore. So the history is not in my head unless there's a rap about it. Um, Yeah, guys, this is us medicated, FYI. (laughs) (laughs) So you might be thinking, why on earth? Are you doing a Thanksgiving special when you don't live in America and it's also a holiday built on the foundations of, like, probably a lot of oppression, right? Yeah. Um, It's like the colonization holiday. We... That's Columbus Day. Oh, true. Yeah. I don't know much about American history. But it's because, honestly... The second we get started on our segments for today, you're going to be like, of course, of course they needed to make an episode. And right before we started recording, we thought of another one, which is going to happen next year. Next Thanksgiving special. But sometimes it's just, like... How are we this incredibly intelligent to come up with pod- these segments? I could not imagine a single other podcaster coming up with these. No. And that's because we are incredibly unique. That's right. Not like other girls, not like other podcasters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, however, another reason, aside from just the fact that we're great at coming up with segments and it was like an easy way to figure out what the fuck to record. Yes. Um, we are very good at being thankful. We are. Like, as much as we love to complain about things, and we will obviously have a wind and wine this week. Yes. We both are very good at finding, like, tiny little things to the throughout point our lives that, like, to be grateful everyone for. around us, they're like, is that the Grateful Girls? And mm. we're like, guys. Guys. Guys, stop it. Like, are yes, those those... Gigi gang rise up. Yeah. And they're like, the gorgeous Grateful Girls. That's what, that's, that's what they call us. That's and it's right. just like, I don't know. If I that's know. what we're known for, we may as well do an episode about we it. We once got into a legal battle with Gigi Gorgeous. Love yeah. her. But we were like, Grateful Girls Gorgeous. 
yeah, that's our brand. That's us. <laughs> and then we realized, oopsies, it's already been taken. Yeah. Um, but, but she was she was a sweetheart about that's it. That's right. And also, you don't want to get on the bad side of the Gettys. So, no. absolutely not. That's right <laughs> off. And that's why we're here at the Cabin Fever podcast instead. <laughs> so, shall we just dive into our winner wine before gracing our audience? And what I was just going to say. Oh, what are you going to say, Maddie? Just off the top of our head, just a couple uh-huh. of like little baby things oh my God. that we were okay. just really grateful for today. Okay. This one popped into my head right before I got here because I had a green, a green smoothie. Number oh. one, great great thing to be grateful for. We love a green smoothie. But just like the humble toothbrush. <laughs> like I had no. so much spinach in my teeth and I brushed my teeth and I was like, thank God for the humble toothbrush. That's really fair. I'm really grateful to have a toothbrush. I'm really grateful for the fact that I could walk today, mm. which like I have not been able to walk for my broken toe. And I strolled Strolled for days, for about half an hour. Yeah. But it was very nice. I'm really grateful for just a cool breeze. Oh my god, especially in this weather, am I right? Just a cool breeze. Really grateful for a cool breeze. I'm really grateful for raspberries. I'm just thinking about them. I'm like, oh, what a tart treat. Mm. I'm really grateful for the way that even when you're not leaving the house, just a good pair of socks can really finish off an outfit and make you feel like you're pulled together. I'm grateful for the fact that I cut my own hair last night. And then I had to get... I'm grateful for the fact that I had Riley to fix it because I cut it real blonde. Yikes. I'm grateful for hairdressing scissors. Yeah. I'm just really grateful for the fact that my hair is long enough now that I've been able to just cut random bits off it a bunch of times and, like, I don't even notice. Yeah. I do need a real haircut, but I'm just grateful that, like, I could hack and hack and it would take me a little while to actually make a real a real mess of it. Super fair. Mm. I'm so, grateful for blimps. Blimps! Yeah. And you never see them. You don't because they are really outmoded and inefficient. Also, apparently there's, like... An insanely small number of them in the world. There's like four in the world or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know why? Why? Because just by design, they're a terrible idea. Yeah, they're not great. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen a blimp in real life. I think I have, but it would have been an event. We see a lot more hot air balloons here in Melbourne. There's yeah, quite a lot of hot air, air balloons. balloons. We've just demonstrated we are the right people to be making an episode all about being grateful, <laughs> thankful, you know? Great giving is what we're doing here. I'm Hashtag I'm thankful for my rap skills. They're half full cup. <laughs> Awful. Oh, we've both got the talent. Our first segment, obviously, every single week is Win and Wine. Win and Wine. Well, how about about you kick it off, Maddie? Because my my Win and Wine are tied together. So let's smash yours out and then I'll go. Okay, my win this week is Mm -hmm. just ADHD medication. It's just marvelous. And this is a win every single week since I've been able to get my little hands on it. Mm Um, little mitty mitts. My tiny little rat hands. <laughs> um, like two and a half hours ago, I was so exhausted that I literally could not sit up. Mm-hmm. And this is not even necessarily like I was super tired. I was just like, you know what it's like when yeah. you're ADHD and your brain's like, it's We're your exhausted. brain just goes on overload. And, and like you, you try can't... and think of doing one thing and it's like, nah. Like my body was so heavy. Yeah. And then my ADHD meds started to kick in and I could like sit up and now I can walk around and yeah. I can speak to you. So it's just, I'm just very grateful and that's a big win for me. Yeah. I don't usually take mine on non work days, but my brain was so scattered today that I couldn't do my makeup like it just wasn't happening I did 45 minutes of makeup and nothing happened I was like we need drugs yeah I just need them honestly most days unless I really want to get nothing done fair and what's your wine my wine have you started watching the crown season four yet no because I feel like it's not for this apartment but that's fair hot take we're moving soon and I feel like it's for the next apartment I've been spacing it out which is like really well done to me well done you um but there's just the actress who plays princess diana He's, I mean, she's great, I'm sure. Yeah. And, like, Princess Diana is a weird one to portray because her real mannerisms are fucked. <laughs> but she just keeps doing a face that's, like, the shy emote from Animal Crossing. <laughs> like, you know, where, like, it just smirks oh, and looks I, like I know, I and, know. Like, she just, if you guys play Animal Crossing or if you've seen all the TikToks about, like, hey, Jesse, like, that Ooh. smirk face, she just keeps yeah. doing that for Princess Diana. And, like, it just is so hilarious to me that it takes me right out of the show. So that's my wine, but, like, still enjoying it. Yeah. So, my win is, Maddie already knows about this, but guys, I've learned what computers are. (laughs) Oh my god, we went on a journey this week. So essentially, I was watching a little TikTok, and it was this girl who's like, guys, let's share our bimbo moment. And I was like, haha, I love to laugh along at dumb things that people do. Mm -hmm. And her first one was like, when you have a macchiato, like she didn't know you meant to stir it. So she took one sip and she just threw the whole thing away because she didn't know you meant to stir it. And I was Which like, wasteful, honestly, unless you're trying like a cappuccino in London, then if it tastes shit on the first sip, you're pretty you're, you're out. Yeah. But so that was the first one. I was like, haha, silly bimbo. And then the next one, she's like, I didn't know that computers were in the box. I thought that they were in the screen. 
and I didn't really know what the box did. And I just sat there and went, wait, what? <laughs> is that, is that not what a computer is? Yeah. Um, and yeah, essentially for those wondering, I've got some FAQs from everyone that I've told this story to. Um, what did I think the box was? I thought it was from the 90s. I yes. just thought it was a 90s thing and you didn't need them in computers now. But this is valid because the last time you or I would have really seen the computer boxes, A, like in, in like a primary school computer lab yeah. before they gave us all laptops for school. Yeah. And like maybe in an office where you kind of assume that like all the technology is just outdated. Yeah. And I use them at university, but that was because that was only when I was doing the big fancy film editing things. Right. So in my mind, what I thought the boxes were for was one, when gamers have them, because I know a lot of gamers have them and I see them, I thought it was like a cool retro thing, like how you have a record player, or even like though we a, don't need it. a rotary phone. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was a fun thing like that, and they deck it out, and it's neon, and like that's really fun for them. Um, and then when people have it a big one anyway, I thought that at the very least monitors which I know now is just a monitor, mm -hmm. I thought it had the basics on it. I thought it had like a desktop, you connect it to Wi-Fi, you could run a few programs, but if you wanted to be able to do quite a bit, then you needed the big boy to like give you loads of storage and loads of power to run like architect software and stuff like that. Yeah, my so, assumption yeah. would have been, and like I, I did know what the computer box did, so we're not necessarily on the same page. <laughs> but I truly did think, and I said this a bunch of times, because what happened was Fiona came over and asked Will about this. Because Will has one of them. He has one of them. And we all had a big group discussion about this for <laughs> quite a while. But I would have assumed that the big computer box is the equivalent of like how, like a computer used to fill a whole room. Yeah. And then they fit it into this giant clunky box. Yeah. And now like it's in a laptop. Yeah. And the reason both of us would have had that belief about monitors having stuff in it is Macs. Desktop Macs yeah. have the stuff in the screen. And that was actually hard for me to believe at first. Yeah. Because I was so used to seeing the box. And I was like, surely not. Yeah. And also, but I think we need to reflect on the fact, we didn't reflect on this enough because you, you were pretty much on my side, which I appreciate. Yes. You were like, that's silly. Um, but when I called up Liam and filled him in, um, the true mockery began because we realized that I have actually been making life decisions based around this. So for example, I work in offices, mm -hmm. like oh, not right now, but like I have had a career with desk jobs and I work in social media marketing. Everyone uses the two screens, but because I thought that every monitor had some computer built into it and the monitor in front of me was not Apple, I thought I would have to use Windows there. Oh. So I never, not once, used my monitor. Like, I use it as, like, a pin board. I'd put sticky notes on it and, like, put up a content calendar with, like, themes and, like, that's what I would use it for. Yeah, so instead of thinking that the screen just, like, showed an extension of what was on the laptop, no. she thought she would turn on the monitor and, I would have, and to have to, to deal using... with the Windows. Program. And I was like, I can't use Windows. I'm not a Microsoft gal. And so I just... <laughs> career like several several years in offices being the only one who doesn't use a monitor because I was like I just don't want to use Windows I'll just use it on my fucking 13 inch MacBook Air. I mean I always <laughs> had a monitor that I never used because like my ADHD doesn't let me concentrate on things that way and so I always just use my monitor as like a yeah. mirror to watch myself work throughout That's the day. also fair so that was one thing and the other one is when I've been planning my dream home office because now I don't I work for myself and so when, I'm, when I've been dreaming of in the future, my dream home office, I've always been like, oh, I'd love to have a desktop computer one day. Mm -hmm. But like, that's so far down the line, Maddie, because they're like $2,000 because I'm looking at IMAX and yeah. thinking that if I wanted a monitor, just a monitor, because you can plug your laptop into a monitor and close it. Yes. And it just does the same thing. That's correct. But I didn't know that. And so I've been like, oh, well, if I do ever want to have a desktop computer, I need to save up another 2000 So I haven't think thought that having a screen on my desk is a thing within my reach. It's just the fact that you have a TV that you can play your computer through. Like, you're used to this technology. And we also have this discussion, guys, where obviously a TV has more stuff in it, and so that did throw her off. Yeah. Because a monitor is nothing Because a TV can do it. something. So I just assumed the monitor had some things but in like it. But, like, you've been around this kind of technology. My wine is, 
wow, computers really aren't that great, huh? That's my thing. I'm like, surely the box could be smaller by now. Why isn't the box smaller? And we'll try to put up the fight of like, it's for, for aeration or some shit, ventilation. Yeah. And we were the like- The thing is, I do understand the appeal of the box now because it's a lot cheaper to be able to like replace a part in one of those than to get a whole new computer. But I can have a whole goddamn computer in my laptop. That's right. And it works fine. Yeah. So I understand that you want to be able to pull it apart and have this separate thing that you can replace parts on. But why is that gosh dang big? Like mm. it doesn't not need to be that large. Yeah, it doesn't need to be that big. Now, I'm going to cut this segment off now because I'm going to have to edit this and there really hasn't been much we can cut out. So no, that's fair. Apologies to the people, but this really was a really very big thing for Fiona this yes, week. Yes, learned a lot, yeah. um, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Just before we get into the segments, oh. this is something we should have um, mentioned earlier, but we'll get into it now. We have bad news and good news. I always mm-hmm. do the bad news first. Um, the bad news is that Cosity Fatty is 2.0. imminently, no, just as an entity, as in like the various houses we've lived in. Mm-hmm. Is imminently going. It is coming to an end, guys. At some point in the relatively near future, we will no longer be living together. Yeah. Um, and as such, this this kind of recording is no longer going to be possible. However, the good news is that <laughs> the podcast isn't ending. Obviously not. We're gonna keep going. But to make it more manageable, we are moving to a fortnightly basis, which honestly will mean that you're probably gonna get more regular episodes than you have been. <laughs> Do not fear. Don't cry. So if you see on social media that we no longer are residing in the same place. Yes. It's fine. The podcast will endure. We probably will figure out how to do it from beyond the grave still. One yeah. Day. So there you <laughs> the go. technology will be there. Mm-hmm. Now what's our first segment for this Thanksgiving special? Let's do some Thanksgiving convo starters. Yeah. Great idea, Maddie. So I was inspired um, by the other day I was stalking. By this... white women in well, middle yes. America. But specifically I was stalking the... Um, goldmine of a Pinterest profile I found of this like person that I vaguely know through people that was the funniest thing in the entire world and a bunch of things pinned onto it were conversation starters to use with like your own husband um which, just why do you things. need that why do you need that <laughs> anyway we were like there have to be th- some Thanksgiving versions of this and there are and that's what we're gonna do so just eight quick Thanksgiving questions yeah say something you are grateful for about the person on your right this is actually giving me war flashbacks to, to the that last, last episode. episode Jesus Christ Okay, let's just what? let's just bust through it. What I'm grateful for about mm-hmm. the person to literally my left, but to my right, <laughs> is fuck, Rumpelstiltskin's back. Grateful for is a weird one. There's just not. It's not that I'm trying. There's nothing in my brain. Not a word in my brain. There's just nothing that really fits the grateful for. Yeah, I'm grateful for the fact that we have maintained our father, our mother son relationship. Yeah, for so long. Considering we're both very chaotic people, hmm. and it would make sense that it didn't last that long. That's true. I'm grateful for the fact that we are actually able to to bounce off one another, both creatively and behind and on screen. Yeah. So, like our, our business and creativity elements are pretty are aligned. And we can yeah. come up with great ideas together. I love that. Hmm. I am thankful for dot dot dot, and then there's a little cartoon of a turkey. Ooh, something we would say if we were in like the most American household ever around the table on Thanksgiving, Ooh. what would we say we're thankful for? I am for? thankful for my loved ones who are all gathered here today. And this COVID free event. Yes. By the way, if you're in America, don't have a fucking Thanksgiving. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Um. <laughs> Be thankful for the people who you have on Skype and yes. Zoom. Um, I am thankful on this blessed day mm-hmm. um, that we live in a world where anybody has a chance to be whoever and whatever they want. <laughs> and this is saying saying this as a very upper middle class, class. white American woman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dessert? Uh, what? Okay. Um, when I think of Thanksgiving, You're I'm like, so offended by no, but question. I just go straight savory. Like when I think of Thanksgiving, I'm like savory. Well, hopefully it's I think it's then. all pies. I think all the desserts mm. are pies. I had, I think it's a Thanksgiving meat Christmas thing. Cause Americans kind of just blur them a little bit. Yeah. Um, one time in America I had like, it was kind of like a berry, cr- no, it was sweet potato with crumble and marshmallows. And it sounds disgusting, but it was really good. So yeah, whatever that's a, that's that was. That's very common. Yeah. However, I don't think that that's just part of the meal. That's not even like a dessert. They're like, this is a normal thing to eat. Oh, well, Americans are kind of fucked up and I'm counting that as my dessert. I hate sweet potatoes so much. Um, <laughs> I hate it. I hate pumpkin. I hate gourd. You're not being grateful, Maddie. Um, so <laughs> my favorite Thanksgiving dessert has to be a little bit of every single pie. 
Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't just choose. A sliver. I just couldn't choose between the, the gorgeous apple pie you've made and the gorgeous berry pie you've made. Mm-hmm. I'll have the tiniest sliver of the pumpkin because I can just about gag that down, but too much makes me feel a bit sad. It's very filling. So just a selection of pies would be my answer. That's a really good answer, honestly. Yeah. My favorite thing about Thanksgiving is, I think we all know the answer to this, this episode of the podcast. That's right. That is the best thing that is going to come from any Thanksgiving, and yeah. you're all very welcome. Also the vibe. Thanksgiving, I feel like has a good vibe, and if that vibe could be transferred to something else, that I'd love isn't, it. Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. That's fair. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Not necessarily dessert-related. Mm. Honestly, I do not know what a Thanksgiving food is apart from a turkey, and I'm vegan, so... <laughs> I... Potatoes? I love, potatoes? We love a bit of mashed potato. We both love a bit of mashed potato. Yeah. Like, really good mashed potato. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you what any other Thanksgiving foods are apart from, yeah, like a turkey. I feel like however they do, if they have roast potato, love, mashed potato, love. I don't know what the Thanksgiving... I don't like roast potato. Whatever like the Thanksgiving version of the potato is, I feel like mashed. they would have one. It's mashed. Cool. I will happily have the mashed potato. Yeah. What is your favorite thing to do as a family? Um... Let's do it as, as our little lockdown family. Oh, okay. Play board games. Like, yeah, play say, games. Yeah. Can we yeah. have a Cluedo night this weekend? Probably. We'll nice. See. We'll see what Will's up to. True. <laughs> what Thanksgiving tradition do you enjoy most? Um, being Australian. Making this podcast. Yeah. Name a person who inspired you the most this year. It's um, Elon Musk for everyone, uh, right? <laughs> I don't Fuck. know. Like, I mean, there's a great answer for literally every year, and it's Patricia Bright. True. Patricia Bright fucking kills it every single time. There's no joke here. If you're not following Patricia Bright online, get get on it. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to have her as mine as She's well, someone who like... makes me feel not panicked when I think about her this year, and that's like the greatest compliment there could be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to do Patricia Bright as well, because yeah. she is fantastic. And that concludes our Thanksgiving conversation started. I did have Thanksgivings as a young child, mm-hmm. and we would like go to actual American people's houses for them. I ha- oh my god, I had my own Thanksgiving once. I like threw a Thanksgiving in like 2011 for all my friends. One time, Riley visited around Thanksgiving. And we made a pumpkin pie, but that's that's, that's the extent right. of my yeah. experience. But yeah, like I say, I feel like if we could transfer the vibe of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. to a slightly different event, yeah, it would be perfect. It's the same as Australia Day. Love the vibe, but let's like, not have it event. on the day that we invent. That's you know right. that's right and also there's just nothing i've said this to fiona privately i believe but there is nothing that i truly on like a gut level feel that the world needs less right now than black friday Ugh. like i just am like black friday normally i'm like Ugh. but this year i'm like this is a bad idea can we please cancel it anyway, yeah what is up does. next what unique oh my god quirky segment okay, shall we give the people to our segments guys mm-hmm. this is a segment we like to call Pardon the turkey. <laughs> so, All of these are so good. When we were thinking of segments for this podcast, basically I was just going through different Thanksgiving kind of phrases, and I was like, someone pardons a turkey. Mm-hmm. What? How could we turn that into a segment? To a fun little game. Well, where we've come up with a little game. The people are going to feel like they're on a quiz show, and that, and rightfully so. This, mm-hmm. is, this is all that fun. Just mm-hmm. call me Fimmy Fallon. Great. So, <laughs> Fimmy Fallon and I are going to be playing Pardon the Turkey. And the way that this is going to work is it's basically two truths, one lie. But after the one that you think is the lie, you go, pardon? And if it is the lie... The turkey is pardoned. The turkey is pardoned. And if it's not the lie, then we're not pardoned? No, no, no. Hi there, Editing Maddie here. Uh, Just to let you know that the rules of this game will not become more clear uh, to you or to us until it's pretty much over. What we were aiming for here was the concept that uh, after the lie, you'd say pardon. And if the guesser was incorrect, the turkey would gobble, signifying that they will live another day. Um, we, uh, we did not, we really did not iron that out. That is not clear at all throughout this game. But if you want to play along at home, that's how to do it. Look, this concept was really solid. We'll the execution figure it out. will figure it out. <laughs> okay, would you like to go first or shall I? Um... Why don't, why don't you go first? And I'll okay. give it a try. Yeah. Pop culture up first. Okay. One, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt aren't divorced. Two, Whoopi Goldberg's real name is Karen Elaine Johnson, and she changed her name to Whoopi after Whoopi cushions because she would fart on stage a lot. And three, Daniel Radcliffe has been doing gymnastics since he was three years old, and if he hadn't done Harry Potter, he planned to join Circus Dole. Okay. Angelina and Brad Pitt are not divorced. Gobble, gobble. Oh, pardon, pardon. Gobble, gobble! <laughs> yes! Uh, Wait! It. Wait. No, you got it wrong. Oh, I got it wrong. Oh, I'm really bad at this. Sorry. The fake one was Daniel Radcliffe. Wow. Yeah. Not a gymnast. 
Interesting. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> One of mine originally was also about Brad Pitt, but it's not anymore, I don't think. Yeah, I kind of felt like I had to do an Angelina Jolie one. Yeah. <laughs> now let's see if the next turkey will live. We've just got a selection of turkeys here in front of us. Okay. As a youth, mm -hmm. music mogul Simon Cowell <laughs> was arrested in the greater London area of Watford for hijacking a bus with a gun that shot peas. He spent time in a jail cell and has likely not been to Watford since. Number two. O.J. Simpson, of not guilty verdict fame, overcame a childhood stutter partially by talking to his dog. This inspired his choice to sign on as an executive producer for hit 90s film Dr. Doolittle, but he was removed from this role before production began due to murders. 3. Prince Charles once planned to do an entire press conference with a fake hook hand that he would dramatically rip off at the end to reveal his real non-hook arm and teach the media a lesson. But the people's princess Lady Di told his staff to pretend they'd lost the hook arm at the last minute and he had to do the conference with a normal arm. God, all these are so batshit. So, we've got... Yep, I'm ready. Simon Cowell. OJ Simpson. Prince Charles. Pardon? Mm-mm. Fuck, is it Simon Cowell? No. Wow. It's OJ. Wow. I made that up completely. That's really good. Tiger Woods overcame a childhood stutter by talking to his dog. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, let's swap that to OJ. And let's let's bring all, Dr. All of them, in. All of them were so batshit that I was like... These all have to be real. Yeah, the Prince Charles so... one was like a hundred percent real. He thought yeah. it would be a great idea, and that's why I honestly didn't think that was originally the fake one because I was like, "That's too wild for you to make up." Mm -hmm. But then I, I goofed it, and now we've got a dead turkey on our hands. You know, I think that if if the turkey gets away with the lie, then the turkey is does get pardoned. Okay, so the the turkeys lived. Yeah, both our turkeys are alive. Oh, right okay, now. so we've got we've got yeah, live turkeys running around. Yeah. All right, historical Maddie. Mm-hmm. Around 400,000 people died building the Great Wall of China, and some are buried in the wall itself, giving it the nickname the world's longest cemetery to locals. There were an estimated 73 to 96 unique Aboriginal Australian languages before colonisation, and Marie Antoinette waited seven years before consummating her marriage to King Louis. So not just to produce heirs, but just to bone. Okay. Alright, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Great Wall of China. Aboriginal languages. Gobble gobble. I mean, pardon. Pardon. Gobble gobble. So now we eat it because you got it right. I just don't think this is yeah, really worth Yeah, because I beat out. the turkey. There were you definitely the more Aboriginal languages than that. There were. Languages, yeah. 290 to 363. Absolutely. Yeah, and I knew that about Marie and, and honestly Great Wall of China does not surprise me. Yeah. Okay. Hit me with history. My historical facts. Fanny Adams, from the common expression sweet Fanny Adams meaning nothing at oh all, God. was a real child who was brutally murdered in a small English town in 1867. I believe that. Number two. In 18th century France, a group of printers who were mad about something else tried a number of cats for witchcraft. The cats were found guilty and sentenced to death. <laughs> number three. Although officially the cause of his death is unconfirmed, historians agree that war hero Alexander the Great was likely killed by sepsis following an attack by several enraged macaque monkeys. So we've got... So wait, just to really quickly let yeah. you know, the previous one... I thought they were all so wild they were fake. This one, I believe every single one without a doubt. Yeah. Okay, all right, I'll just, I'm going to have to just guess, honestly. So we've got Sweet Fanny Adams. That has to be real. <laughs> uh, cat Witchcraft Trial. And Alexander the Great Macaque Monkeys. Pardon to the cats. Oh, great, oh, great, no, 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 you, no, you already saw me shake my head. I just couldn't remember if Gobble Gobble was, so you're, you're wrong, so my turkey's alive still. Yeah. Um, the fake one's Alexander the Great. No, I literally, as soon as I said, I was like, fuck. However, a, yeah. a Greek king called Alexander from the early 20th century was indeed killed by a macaque were you, monkey. Were you relying on me knowing both of those things and actually getting my little Alexander facts in my No, I just wanted to come head. up with, like, a believable lie. Fair. Much like the switcheroo with no, OJ. I, yeah. oh, I regretted it. I okay. regretted it as soon as I said it. And Fine. here we've got an interesting one. We've got our personal truths and lies. Let's get to know each other. Okay. My favorite meal to cook for friends is pancakes. Mm-hmm. I was weirdly good at ice skating in high school. <laughs> this is just because in camera there's nothing else to do. So mm -hmm. we went to the Philip ice skating rink. And the first color I ever dyed my hair was purple. Give me the cliff note, the title scan. I like to cook pancakes for my friends. Pardon. Gobble, gobble, you got it wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, but... The turkey lives... Was it the ice skating loved... one? It was the ice skating one. Yeah, I... That was the only one where you did like a little panic explain after. Mm -hmm. And I gave you too much credit and thought you might be trying to fool me. So double bluff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, because I, li I like hosting brunch a lot. And so that kind of just comes with the the territory. Um, 
no, it was actually quite the opposite with the ice skating. I was really bad because everyone, we did go to Philip ice skating rink a lot, yep. but I was in Nepal every school holiday. So everyone would spend a lot of time in the school holidays getting really good at fucking ice skating because there's nothing else to do in Canberra. And then I come back and I like can't stand because everyone spent the whole holidays practicing. That checks out. So of yeah. Fiona's three turkeys, two have been pardoned. Now, nice. I have two pardoned turkeys and one, one, one that doesn't know where, it fa- where its fate lies. So I'm winning. No, no I'm not. losing. Okay, personal facts. Which of these three injuries Ooh. is not one that I incurred? Mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. A carpet burned several layers deep from running away during a fire drill. Mm-hmm. A slash down my arm deep enough to permanently scar from trying to wash my cat in a sink. <laughs> or two <laughs> stitches above my eyebrow from falling out of my unsecured high chair onto an upturned nail. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm ready. We've got carpet burn, cat washing, stitches. Pardon. Wait, which one? To stitches. To stitches? Yeah. You didn't mean stitches though, did you? You meant pardon for the fucking cat. No, no, I, I did mean it for stitches, but then I'm like, should I have said cat? But okay. I'm, I'm sticking with stitches. I'm, lock it in, Eddie. You're locking it in for falling out of my unsecured high chair? Yeah. My mother did indeed forget to secure my high chair <sighs> once, and I fell out onto an upturned nail. But I did not need to get stitches. Nice. So that is the lie. Yes. Yeah. It was just so, the, the malice in your voice for the cat one. I could really feel that coming through. Mm. And the carpet burn, I feel like I've heard that story before. Yeah. But it was a very stupid injury and it lasted for a really long time. I can't relate. I've had no stupid injuries at all in my lifetime. Yes. So both of us have one dead turkey and two that are free to go live their lives. And so if you guys hear a little gobble gobble running mm-hmm. around during the rest of the podcast that's because we have four loose turkeys in the small apartment and we all still don't understand how this game works but that's it <laughs> that's our segment done <laughs> we really had no clue how that was meant to go okay we had the concept our next segment is called count your blessings <laughs> and in this one we will each be counting five of our blessings as Either Count Dracula or the Count from Sesame Street. Just a count. A count, yes. Yes. <laughs> Would you like to go first or shall I? One, I have half an avocado in my fridge. Two, I am not a twin. Three, I can do really good high kicks. Four, my skin is naturally pretty clear. And five, I have lost all of my brain cells just in time for the bimbo movement. The bimbo movement? Yeah. I think what happened there is you moved into like a weird kind of what you think is an Italian accent. That's pretty valid. My five blessings. Van, 2020 has given me an official diagnosis for my ADHD. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, she's got the laughs. Two. My biggest source of stress right now is a novel I am writing by choice and not a horrible office job working overtime for a crazy lady. Three! (laughs) Will and I have not discovered we are fundamentally incompatible during the panny D. You remind me of um, the Count? No, what's the one from Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah, the Dracula musical. Yeah. (laughs) Four. We live in a country. I also sound a bit like my grandfather from Hungary, (laughs) but... We live in a country where there is not lime scale in my tea. Super valid. And five. Despite being an adaptation of the stage show, the sound of music movie moved the songs to places that actually make sense. Uh, uh, uh. Yes, that's my five blessings. I appreciate that. Yeah. And that is Count Your Blessings. That's right. And just when you're like, guys, you've outdone yourselves. (laughs) We're just getting started, baby. We're not. This is our final really creative segment. Yeah. But, well... We're getting, we were getting started and now we're wrapping it up, Maddie. Can I, can I do both? Isn't it crazy how, how this year has gone and how this episode has flown? Honestly, so far this is the shortest episode we've ever done. Um, Speedy Queens. I don't love it. Is this because we've been medicated? Yeah, it's true. No, it's because we came up with three very short little games to play and that's about it. Oopsie. Anyway, um, this final segment actually has room for some real creativity. Uh, it is entitled, Thanks, Gibbon. And it is where we are each going to solve three problems posed by each other 
as a given. Mm -hmm. So a little precious monkey, we're going to try our best to solve these problems. Yeah. And if we've solved the problem by the end, we get a a big nice thank you. Big Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right. Would you like to ask me a question first? Oh, um, wait. Given persona. Fuck, I've, I've panicked. What's my given voice? I don't think you need to do a voice. You just need to be in the mind. Oh, I absolutely need to do a voice. Hello, Maddie. That's great. The classic Australian given. <laughs> I'm a given. Do you have a question for me? I do, given. Um, one of my real problems right now mm-hmm. is that the natural light in my apartment makes it very warm in the afternoons. And I, I'm not really enjoying that. So what can I do about that, given? Well, as a given, I would recommend you take a nap in the sunshine. That's how you think that I can be less warm in the afternoons. I'm but a simple gibbon. I think if we're going to be uh, answering this as an idiot gibbon, it's going to be a very short, boring segment. Oh, I will go and get my smart gibbon. One moment. That's right. Scuttle, scuttle. Hello, it is I, the wise gibbon. Thank you for your time, wise gibbon. I am here. I got a really dumb answer from your your underling. Um, I'm sorry for my associate. Yeah, I know your kind can do much better. So Yes, no, I'm here as the wise gibbon. That's right. So my problem, as you may have heard, is just that the natural light in my apartment makes it very warm in the afternoons, and it's just, it's very uncomfortable. Well, I would recommend closing the blinds Mm -hmm. to stop the summer heat and the summer sun from flowing into your windows. Mm -hmm. And also, a cheeky ice pack every now and then wrapped in a tea towel and placed on your sweaty brow. That seems like it would be quite painful, putting ice onto my my head where my brain lives. No, you just wrap it in a tea towel. I see. And maybe on top of your hair. Okay. Just... Ice packs everywhere. So is that a given technique? That gi- That's many a given. Givens? Many givens. We have small freezers filled with just ice packs from Big W. <laughs> well, I will try that out. So, thanks, Gibbon. You're welcome. Should I go ask you a question? Yeah. Um, hey, everybody. I'm at Gibbon, and I'm ready to answer some questions. Hi, Gibbon. My name's Fiona. Hello. <laughs> I really want to buy some essential oils, but the best price ones are from an MLM. Can I still buy them? What should I do? Okay, speaking as a gibbon, the environment is actually very important to me. And a lot of these MLMs, the way Mm -hmm. they produce their products, it's really detrimental to me and my bros. So I would say definitely don't. Okay. I'm not 100% clear on... Like, the business ethics side of an MLM as a small gibbon. Yes, you are You are um, but a small gibbon. I've heard on, on the grapevine when I've been swinging around with my guys that they're not great. Mm-hmm. So for you, probably don't do it. For me, probably don't do it. Mm-hmm. But what I would advise is that my friends and I all like to hang out and like gather gather supplies from, yeah. from around the place. Love to forage. We don't really go to Costco as Gibbons. So mm-hmm. we just kind of forage. We find what we need. Yeah. I think you should identify what it is that you want from these essential oils and go out and forage. Get some, some peppermint leaves. Get some eucalyptus. Fun. And then maybe um, since you are a human and you can speak to other humans i can't normally except for we have some magic for, for this thanksgiving episode. yeah yes for the thanksgiving magic yes um you could also just ask other humans where they've got essential oils from that aren't an mlm oh yeah. well thanksgiving you're very well that's really great advice yeah uh is the wise gibbon back can we have the wise gibbon anywhere Hello, I'm the Wise Gibbon. Hi, Wise Gibbon. So I've got a real cracker of a a quandary for you. Oh, hit me. Mm. My boyfriend (gasps) refuses to acknowledge the validity of my moon cult. Ah. Um, And I know that this is because his entire birth chart is just Capricorn placements with a really misleading Aries rising. Oh, this is a tough one. Yeah, but it still really kills my vibe. So what can I do about that? Well, I think the most important piece of advice I can give you as a gibbon, I'm one with nature. Mm-hmm. I understand the universe and the world yeah. is that just sit knowing that you are right. You know, sometimes people can't see the light. It could be their fear. It could be their Capricorn placements, yeah. but you should just keep on vibing with your moon cult, knowing that it is correct. And this is coming from, I would say the wisest gibbon voted wisest gibbon for the last three centuries. I don't know how long Gibbons live for. So you're right. And just sit in that knowledge. Thanks, Gibbon. That's great advice. (laughs) Hi, Maddie. Um, I'm not Maddie. I'm actually Gibbon. Oh, well, sorry. I, my name is uh, Casper and I'm a Gibbon. Hey, Casper. Really beautiful little tiny face and lots of fluffy hair. Love it for you. Uh, Hey, Casper. So I broke my toe practicing high kicks in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Should this crush my dreams 
Or do I power through and become the greatest gymnast that the world has ever seen? Okay, speaking as a gibbon, I once was uh, crushed by the jaws of, of a, a, a very angry crocodile. Mm-hmm. Not completely, but it did, you know, sever one of my lower legs. Ooh. Yeah, and that really sucked because as a gibbon, like, I love to swing through trees, but I also like to be able to just, like, toddle around. Yeah. And when you don't have half of one of your legs, it really sucks. So I definitely understand where you're coming from with having broken one of your little toes. I appreciate that. Um, but I never let... My missing crocodile leg stopped me from from accomplishing my dreams of being a crocodile rodeo man. Given. Yeah, that's right. Given man. Yeah. So (laughs) I think that it doesn't matter what your physical setbacks are. Mm -hmm. As long as you have a dream in your heart, whether that be wanting to be the best given crocodile racer in the whole world, just like your grandpappy and his grandpappy before him, um, or you want to be just the greatest gymnast ever known. I think that as long as you've got a song in your heart and you can use your tiny given hands to clutch onto that dream with all you've got. Now, if yeah. you lose both your tiny given hands, then that's a real problem because then you can't hold on that's to the crocodile whole other conversation. or the uneven bars. Yes. But for now, I think I think you can go after your dreams as long as you believe that you can. And that's coming from a given with one leg. Thanks, Gibbon. You're welcome. Olympics 2024, here we come. Mm-hmm. You can sign my petition to get Gibbon Crocodile Racing inducted into the Olympics. Uh, there will be a GoFundMe in the description bar. <laughs> I need to buy a new tiny harness. It's Mad- Maddie back here. I saw a very Hello. small Gibbon just kind of limping out of here. I said he could hang around between questions, but he had somewhere to be. Ah, uh, yes, apparently. he's got some practice for his rodeo. Mm, that's right. Uh, so I have my final question for you. Oh, well... <laughs> Tell, tell it to me, Ma- to Maddie. Tell it to me, Maddie. My final problem, and this is one that's very prevalent in my life. Yes. And it's one that no human has been able to help me with. So I'm Well, thankfully I'm a wise gibbon. That's right. My problem is that trying to fall asleep is really, really boring and I'm over it. I would highly recommend audiobooks. We have them in all of our trees where we sleep. Mm-hmm. Small speakers. Built into the trees. Built into the trees. Damn, deforestation must suck because you're losing the tech as well. Exactly. Yeah. That is why. Centuries of monkey tech being destroyed. Centuries and centuries of monkey tech where we have small speakers and a non-Amazon substitute for Audible playing through them every night. Yeah. I would also recommend some natural things like some lavender. Some lavender oil can help you to fall asleep. And also, after a big day of existing in this world as a given, I like to do a little stretching. Stretch out my limbs, pull my arms left and right. Helps limber up my body for a deep slumber. Right. Now, what I will say is that listening to audiobooks, I found, actually keeps me up more. Oh, no. Because then I have something interesting to well, do. don't come to the rainforest. Yeah. You won't be able to sleep at all. Yeah, I wasn't planning to, but I, I don't even know if that's where Gibbons live. Maybe. Who knows? Um... <laughs> I'm sure you would know, but we're not going to ask you that question, of course. No. I'm, like a genie, I'm this busy. is my third yes, question. Yes, this is your third question. I'm um, too busy to answer that one. The lavender oil also hasn't helped me. It's just oh. it's just the fact that I lie there and I'm just so bored. Have you tried journaling? Yes. Well, as a given, I'm stumped. <laughs> what else would it, Do you think there's no given specific answer? Um. Uh... Maybe the dumb given can come back. Maybe there'll be a breakthrough with the stupid Gibbon. <laughs> I don't even know what his accent was at this It was point. very high-pitched and very Australian. Hello, it's me, the dumb Gibbon. Hi there, I sound back. like Blinky Bill. That's great. Um, yeah, so the wise Gibbon couldn't help me. Oh. I find trying to fall asleep just really boring and nothing that people do has helped me. What's a Gibbon technique I could use to fall asleep? I would recommend Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> just do a Rubik's Cube as you sleep. Yeah. And you'll, one, excite your mind enough that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, what's going on? But also, it's a pretty boring activity. No Mm. one exciting likes a Rubik's Cube, do they? I cannot extend my thanks to the given. Fuck. Yeah. Well. But I do extend my overall gratitude to the given community for their help in in solving some of my problems. Well, Maddie, Mm -hmm. gave it our best shot, and I'm sorry we couldn't help you out more. That's all right. I hear Casper limping back in now, so I think he's maybe got one more job to do. Hey, wait, Casper. Casper, it's me, Fiona. Wait up. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of late, but uh, what what do you need? Well, I just... Quick question. Yeah. I'm about to have my first kiss. Oh, great. How do I prepare? Um, lots of bugs. Just put so many bugs on yourself. Mm. Because then, uh, whether it, whether it's a male or a female, yeah. or... or Anything uh, in between. 
I was going to say macaque, but no, my people weren't responsible for killing King Alexander. A given, a given who doesn't identify yeah. as anything specific. We all have an innate instinct to want to help you out and pick those little bugs off. Mm-hmm. So a good way to try and get close to someone is to just put a, an excess of bugs on yourself. So when you walk in, they go, wow, there is a lot for me to groom. So my issue here is mm-hmm. I don't want my first kiss to be with a given. Right. So I'm not sure if this would work for humans. May I ask why? Just because I am speciesist. And, like, bestiality is, like, really frowned upon and where I'm from. I'm, like, a city girl, I know. So I can't have my first kiss with a given. That's just how it is. I would like to to be with a human. So you think that I'm disgusting for, for being a common law married to the gator that ate my leg? No, I think... That society is disgusting. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. That's fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I'm very successful. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm weak. I like to fit by society's norms, so I want my first kiss to be, to be with a human. human because Ugh. I'm a human. Yeah, okay. I know. It's it's weird, but that's just how I, that's how I roll. Okay, from what I've seen on, on your television shows, mm-hmm. I think you should walk up to this person mm-hmm. um, and just slap them. Okay. Just slap them, um, because on the television shows of humans, normally when they get into a fight afterwards, they do a big kiss. Oh, that's good. So just give them a little slap with a tiny gibbon hand okay. or a normal human hand, if that's what you've got around. Perfect. Um, and then just, I really would try the bugs thing, maybe, but that's okay. a second date kind of thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't actually know if I can extend my thanks yet, because I have to go off and do this first. So, you know, Thanksgiving pending, I suppose, that's to fine. see if this is successful. I have um, a rodeo to get to, so okay. I'm well. Quite busy. Bye, Gibbon. Wow, what did I miss? Oh, hey, Maddie. Um, I was actually just talking to a Gibbon called Casper and yeah. asking, asking him for advice. What have you been up to? I, I've been talking to the wise Gibbon and a real tiny little idiot Gibbon, too. Oh, so. you've got two Gibbons? Yeah. Two for the price of one. That's, That's really right. exciting. So, I feel... <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> I really have gained a lot today. Yeah. And, uh... It's, it's kind of changed my perspective. Thinking about things from the perspective of a tiny little gibbon. It really helps to open up your mind a bit. It makes you realize that sometimes even things that might seem like a setback, for instance, having your leg bitten off by a, uh, a crocodile when yeah. you're a little gibbon who wants to raise crocodiles. Or wanting to exclusively kiss humans. Can actually turn into something really beautiful, like uh, increased publicity for the fact that you are a one-legged crocodile raising yeah. gibbon. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's really beautiful. And now... I would like to announce our next segment. I mean, via song. Okay, I had just done the perfect segue into it. Oh there. shit! Okay, yeah. sorry, Maddie. You, you keep going with yours, and then I'll I'll do mine. Well, what I was I was just saying was yeah. I, I had already I'd already set it up. We already did a whole little thing about how even <laughs> bad things can turn into good things, guys. Oh, the true. next segment is blessings in disguise, but Fiona clearly has a song. It's for a us. blessing in disguise. Oh yes, you devil in disguise, Elvis Presley. And that was better than my extended segue. <laughs> no, I can see now why yours was better. I was just singing my little song in my head over and over. Okay. <laughs> that's like how in my head I have a song that's um, the intro to Kung Fu Fighting. Duh, 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 mm-hmm. uh, but it's just ADHD. Mm-hmm. And that just plays over and over in my head. Love that. Yeah. All right. Well, some blessings in disguise. Some things that we think, you know, we thought they weren't good at the time, but it's like, oh, hey there. Mm-hmm. Hey there, little blessing. Nice little trench coat you got there. Um, I've written mine down as like what it looked like and then what it really was. Okay. Pray tell. Should we do one, one each? Yeah. You, you, you kickstart it, okay. Maddie. One that everyone who's a longtime listener of the Cabbie Phoebes podcast might anticipate is it looked like a breakup, but it was really research for my novel. <laughs> my first one was also my first breakup. Yeah. Um, but I'm not writing a novel yet. Who knows what the future holds? Um, but just imagine my life. If it was still like that. Yeah, it would look like a breakup and it ended up being a, just a breakup. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah. My second one is a, it looked like a global pandemic that threw off every existing plan in the world. But it was really a way for the universe to get this podcast made. True. My next blessing in disguise is ADHD because it does make things harder. But I have set up so many intricate processes for getting things done that, you know... Blessing in disguise. I can now like smash anything. And then once I got medicated, I was like, oh my God, I'm this good without drugs. Look me go. Yes. To rephrase Fiona's exact point. My third one is (laughs) it looked like spending 27 years of my life with untreated ADHD, but it was really a crash course in organization and productivity theory. Also crippling false beliefs about my own laziness and inability to follow through, but also a fun little creative brain. So just to clarify, 
two out of three of ours were the exact same. I mean, how many other ones are we going to have? Yeah. My last one is that I was once hit by a tornado. Like, full on. Have I ever told you about that? Why didn't you put that in as one of your lies? You're like, I like cooking pancakes. <laughs> like, I would have been like, of course you were I thought, I thought you already knew that. No. Okay, well, I was hit by a tornado when I was um, trekking through the Himalayas. Right. Um, I was in, like, this one, like, just, like, dining hall area of this. But dining hall was in, like, a tiny tea house uh-huh. in the Himalayas. And my parents were on a walk and they saw a tornado come and it full on ripped the roof off the house that we were in. Uh-huh. And like the beams landed like a meter from my parents, like speared into the ground. Right. Um, but like I survived it and it's a cool story. Like how many people can say they've been hit by a tornado? It's pretty cool. Right. The fact that I've heard so many of just the worst, most boring stories about your life about 20 times each and you've never once mentioned the tornado. <laughs> Wow. Well, there you go. Okay. I just feel like I've mentioned it before, and if I mention it again, you'd be like, yeah, I know you hit by a tornado, but apparently it's the one I never shared. No, but you <laughs> never feel that fear with any of the other stories. <laughs> God forbid. I like to live fear-free, Maddie. <laughs> anyway. And that's, was... that's what you learn from the tornado. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I did spill Sprite onto the Harry Potter book that I was reading at the time, because Kindles didn't exist. I'm lugging a Harry Potter book through the Himalayas. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, that's our Thanksgiving special. That is our Thanksgiving special. I thought of another segment like right before we started recording, but didn't have enough time to prepare it. What is it? Do you want to do it real quick? I don't think I have enough time to prepare it. Okay. Well, next year. Yeah. It. Yeah. Next year, boy, look forward to Thanksgiving. Because we've already we've already started work on some that of one. the episodes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is our last episode though in person. Maybe we might record no, one more. We've definitely recorded others. Okay. Well, never mind. I was gonna have a little reflection on our time here. Should we have a reflection on our time here? No, because this is not the last episode we'll be oh recording. Oh my god, yeah. okay. Well, fuck me, I guess. Yeah, that's the end <laughs> of the Thanksgiving special. That is the end. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, Short and sweet potato with marshmallow on top. Ugh, <laughs> gross. Let us know which question you think the Gibbon answered most, most effectively. Most most effectively, but also the most, most in character as the Gibbon. Most Gibbony. Yeah. I mean, I think in character, it's easily me. I had multiple accents yeah, for each was character. Yeah, was the perspective. <laughs> I think we're talking about the mind of the gibbon. No, that's fair, Manny. That is really fair. Yeah, it's not my fault that Casper and I just seem to share a, a certain <laughs> tone and very specific, <laughs> unique accent. <laughs> so right. that's that. We will see you guys in, in two, two weeks. weeks. Be sure to follow us at Hey Kevin Fever on Instagram and Twitter. I'm and really excited. Enjoy your life. Be grateful. Via Zoom for your Thanksgiving. That's right. Bye. Bye. Musical.